Today on the newscast from Florida's Gulf Coast are Iran and Hezbollah withdrawing from Syria thanks to Israeli airstrikes. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast and welcome to Florida's Gulf Coast in the beautiful sunshine state today with the Gulf of Mexico behind me because tonight I'm giving a keynote address for my good friends at the Joshua Fund, my friend Joel Rosenberg's great humanitarian organization. Joel, obviously a best-selling author, editor-in-chief of All Israel News, and a future TBN host. More on that in a minute. But the Epicenter Conference held by the Joshua Fund every year is being held this weekend right here in Florida. I am proud to take part. Check out the Joshua Fund online as well if you have not already. But there is some construction going on here at the hotel where we are staying. So you might hear some background noise. Hopefully my voice is loud enough to speak over it. It was even louder inside where the construction is taking place. So we will do our best. And hey, at least you have the beautiful scenery behind you, right? And we've got a lot to talk about. Iran and Hezbollah leaving Syria. We'll break it down in a minute. Before I do, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News Channel right here on YouTube click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, we are fast approaching 500,000 subscribers, half a million for such a time as this. And we would love to have you shoulder to shoulder with us as watchmen and women on the wall. Hey, you may even end up on the beach, who knows? But in all seriousness, let's break this down. Major statements yesterday, Thursday, September 15th, from a senior official in the Israel Defense Forces who said that Iran and Hezbollah and other Iranian proxies are now withdrawing from Syria. Now, I think number one, a key point to point out here, we had a similar pronouncement from the IDF back in 2020. Clearly, Iran and Hezbollah did not entirely vacate Syria, far from it. Uh, and number two, is this a withdrawal or a redeployment? of Iranian forces. Folks, I think that's the other key question here. I don't doubt the IDF, of course, but if you look at what's happened in northwestern Syria over the past few weeks, and we've documented this practically every day here on the newscast, this major uptick in Israeli airstrikes, in particular in the Masayaf region in northwestern Syria. Now, that is the site of major Iranian weapons, in particular missile development Hey, Defense Minister Benny Gantz said earlier this week at a conference in New York City that Iran is indeed developing precision-guided missiles in the Masayaf region. He pointed out one particular facility there, an underground facility in particular, where Iran is developing mid-range missiles that would be passed off to Hezbollah and would be used against Israel. And Gantz wasn't just saying it. He wasn't just paying this lip service, folks. He actually shared detailed maps for his audience showing Israeli intelligence, hey, these are where the Iranian missile sites are scattered throughout Syria. And again, some of those sites are in northwestern Syria. So is Iran simply pulling away from the areas where Israel has carried out airstrikes and where Israel has hit Iran at its proxies and hit them hard? Also remember, the Aleppo International Airport, also in the northern half of Syria near the Turkish border, and of course Damascus International Airport, the capital where Israel has carried out several airstrikes over the years, but Aleppo now also 
becoming a target uh, from the Israeli or by the Israeli Air Force because look, Iran has caught on as Israel has caught on to Iran using Damascus as a transit point and Israel has struck that airport and struck those Iranian shipments. Iran has caught on and said, uh-oh, Israel's on to our game. Let's kind of shift and redirect these weapons transfers through Aleppo. But much to Iran's chagrin, Israel's on to that game as well. And Israel has carried out strikes at Aleppo International Airport over the last two weeks. All that to say, yes, indeed, there is a very good chance, of course, as the IDF says, that Iran and Hezbollah are perhaps, number one, uh, even withdrawing some forces from Syria as they lick their wounds, Israel has set them back at every turn as persistent and as obsessed as Iran and Hezbollah have been with forming a beachhead and a launching pad in Syria from which they can strike Israel. Israel has struck them and struck them hard and pushed them back. Iran has not stopped in its march towards the Golan Heights, in its efforts to equip Hezbollah with precision-guided missiles, but at every turn, folks, Israel has countered them and pushed them back. So Iran very well could, well could be saying right now, okay, let's kind of uh, reconfigure this, let's pull some forces out right now and regroup and reboot our efforts in Syria. Of course, this could, this could also be, as I mentioned at the top, merely a deployment, a redeployment by the Iranian regime of its forces in Syria. And don't forget, we reported this on the newscast about two weeks ago, I believe, that Russia recently pressured Iran to pull back from certain sites in Syria where Russian soldiers and Russian bases are present. Remember, with these Iranian missile factories that we're talking about, oftentimes Iran will essentially take control of a Syrian military base and convert it into an Iranian weapons factory. That's exactly what's happening under the watchful eye of Bashar al-Assad as well. But Russia had urged Iran recently, hey, get out of get out of the line of Israeli fire. And why is that? Because Russia doesn't want to, right now at least, in the long term, it's a different story as we know prophetically, but right now Russia does not want to get dragged into something in Syria. Obviously they're up to their up to their arms in Ukraine and taking major setbacks there, as we've reported over the past two days here on the newscast. By the way, if you missed any of those, uh, any of those newscasts this week, you can simply go to our archives under newscast. They are right there, and you can check them out. So Russia's in trouble in Ukraine, obviously, and they don't want to get pulled any further into Syria for now. But again, the War of Gog and Magog, Ezekiel 38 and 39, which we've talked about many times here in the newscast. That will be a different story, and that day is coming eventually where I believe Russia will lead what Ezekiel calls a latter days invasion, or attempted invasion, of Israel. Thankfully, it doesn't end well for this invasion force, and they perish on the mountains of Israel. Speaking of future conflicts, with prophetic overtones, perhaps, Lebanon and the situation there with the Karish gas field as we close here from Florida, and again, I hope the construction noise hasn't been too bad, but uh, the Karish natural gas field off the coast of Israel, off the coast of northern Israel, the Mediterranean coast, Israel says, hey, we're about to, uh, that's about to go online. We're about to connect it to our natural gas flows, and this thing's about to be up and running. It's about to be operational. Israel, the energy ministry said that just today, uh, Friday, September 16th. So we're all kind of watching this and holding our breath and saying, okay, what does that mean? Why do I ask that? 
because Hezbollah has threatened war if Israel dares to activate this natural gas rig, uh, the Karish uh, gas installation, and start excavating those massive natural gas deposits that Israel has found off its Mediterranean coast. Now, there's been this bogus maritime dispute where Lebanon, the Lebanese government, says, no, 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 that's our territory. We want a piece of the natural gas pie. All of a sudden, but Hezbollah is saying that's ours and Zionist entity, don't you dare. I say all that to say that this could heat up, folks, and Hezbollah could make a very unwise move, in my view, and try to instigate something. It's not beyond the realm of possibility. Hezbollah flew three surveillance drones toward that rig, towards that rig last month that Israel thankfully shot down. But we're keeping a very close eye on the developments around that Karish gas rig and what Hezbollah does. Remember... That rig, that installation is crucial to this deal Israel signed with Europe, the EU, back in June to supply the EU. As that cold winter is coming and Russia's cutting off energy supplies to Europe, Israel's stepping into the void, and at least partially, and supplying Europe with at least some of the natural gas that it so desperately needs. Much happening in the world's most volatile and chaotic region, the Middle East never sleeps, and it will, events unfolding there right now, folks, will impact you no matter where you live. Here's the good news. God Almighty is still in control. These are perilous times, no doubt, but these are also Bible times, and God Almighty still sits on the throne. Put your trust in Him. He will be your rock and your comforter, and you will be just fine even amid all the madness unfolding right now. Hey, from Florida's beautiful Gulf Coast with the drills working behind me, but that's a good sign, right? When there's construction and Florida is booming right now under Governor Ron DeSantis. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.